guys, welcome to another episode of the Chairsofter Show. Joining me tonight, I have ICS Captain Paul Cooper. Good evening, Paul. Hi, guys. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, good. Good, good. Right, um, what, we, what we'll do first, just sort of introduce yourself to the guys, uh, just talk about what the ICS captains are and what it is you guys do. Um, yeah, so basically, I um, saw that they were advertising for... ICS captains uh, just before Christmas and got chatting with Lee Morente about it and he said to just um, get in touch with them and see what they say. So they basically picked over a hundred captains over the Christmas period and I just happened to be talking to Lee about it and then Graham sort of put me forward as well. Um, and that's basically how I become an ICS captain. So as of being able to do things to do with the ICS captaincy, it's kind of not started yet because they've had to send out all their starter packages and things like that. Yeah, so you're, you're just getting into the role at the moment and transitioning yeah. into it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So um, at the minute, they're looking at sending out their new um, ICS non-mist glasses like iPro that don't mist up basically which is kind of like a, a big thing that a lot of people want so yeah. that's that's like one of the main things that they want us to trial at the minute. Alright so you guys are basically sort of product testing and getting the name around and basically in a nutshell what your role entitles is you're taking the products out using them and feeding back to potential customers what it is they are. Yeah yeah so they've over the last year or so, they've said that they've been listening and watching what Airsofters have been saying that they want while they play Airsoft. So they want like different types of MOSFETs that they can program by their phone or they want interchangeable gears that can be used in conjunction with their different ranges. And then a lot of thing that they found is that iPro and Face Pro is coming up quite a lot as well. So they're... Yeah, there's not. There's barely a week goes by in the uh, SF yeah. Facebook pages where they don't talk about anti fog eye pro or yeah, and like full face pro or alternatives as such. Yeah, so that's that's one of the things that they've done is so they're doing like a big release at the IWA of something that none of us know about, but they've sort of sent us little bits in in the ICS captains packages of what they want us to kind of show people. Right. So there's like obviously the catalogue of what the new gearbox is that they do and what they're going to be putting into their MOSFETs and things in the future. But like I say, the other thing that they've sent is obviously the new glasses that they want people to have a go of. So obviously when I start playing in a few weeks' time with the kits, I can lend people the glasses so they can sort of have a go of them. That's if they don't mist up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just I mean? making sure that they do what they say on the tin yeah, first. Yeah, do you imagine using them and they don't mist up with me, and you give them to someone else and they do mist up, and they're like, "Well, yeah, that's there. the thing because every, everyone's different as well." You know, I, I, um, I've got a pair of the platinum coated and the new Pro anti fogs, and even then, you do still get a little bit of a misting. But then yeah. again, I'm a big sweaty bastard running around the field, so <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not far off that either. I think I, I do sweat quite a lot, but I've managed to. Uh, find my own ways of not fogging up so much if you know what I mean so there's, yeah there's, so there's many always there. tips and tricks out there that you can use and it's just finding what's right for you yeah so so that came around you got that just over Christmas and you're just starting out in the role yeah um, so why did you choose sort of to represent ICS as opposed to any other brand that's out there basically the other brands that I'd sort of looked at and wanting to use they kind of they were already well established in in the UK for like the way that they wanted to sell their products so like when I first started there was a lot of people saying oh get the ASG Scorpion straight away or get the get the new Pro Defender or something like that so I was like looking at all the different types of brands that were out there the only one that didn't really come up that much was ICS. Like, for me, they're quite they're quite an expensive brand of gun to get if you want to get like the top end version of them. 
Yeah. But it's quite hard to find stores that actually sell them in the UK. So there is a couple of stores that I know that do, but yeah. you know, like when you go online and you want to look for a for your own riff that you want to use. Yeah, it tends to be the sort of the the biggest stores, doesn't it? The likes of I believe Fire Support do it, and um, probably Zero One. Yeah, um, have them as well from memory. Just a, a couple of the names off the top of my head that I've, I've seen them on. Yeah, so I mean um, the only the only other one that I know is that Urban Mega Store. They've, right, yeah. they've just sorted me out with the BLE XAE pistol. All right. Their new one, and I've got it a couple of days ago, and it's insane. Like I was running a Cybergun nineteen eleven. Yeah. And then because it was CO2, there was a couple of um, places that I was going to that weren't, wouldn't allow CO2 pistols. Yeah. So I went to a Glock with like the green gas mags, and that's what I've been using for like the last few months. And this XAE, just, yeah. putting, just putting gas into it and popping a couple of rounds off, it's got like the kick of the 1911 but it's the feel of the Glock. It's like they've almost merged both the guns into one. Yeah, taking the best bits of both yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and it's just I, just, I can't wait to use it tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah. so obviously you, you're going to be running around uh, trying these products out and using them in game and letting other players get hold of them. So, does yeah. that mean you guys tour around the country um, and? advertise the products what, at different sites is, I think because where they've taken so many um, ICS captains on this year yeah. it kind of looks like on the map that you've got like someone up north someone in the Midlands someone down towards like the west and then like towards like the south so at the minute I'm the only ICS captain sort of around the south east England Yeah. so they kind of just have asked me to just go around to the different game sites that I would genuinely go around to and just get ICS out there to the, the sites that I go to. So it's so sort of a regional kind of thing then that they've got going with this ICM yeah. captain's programme that they're running? Yeah, so there's I think there's five or six in the UK. There's a, about four or five in Germany, like literally yeah, there's around There's a couple the in Belgium, isn't there, that yeah. I've seen... Um, I think that Rebel Axe is one of them, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is, yeah. Um, I've got a picture of whereabouts they are, which I can find while we're talking. Yeah. Because that, that, that'd be interesting to know, so like people know that there is someone near them. Because as you said, it's not sort of one of the brands that you see come up a lot. Okay, yeah, you get the odd person mention ICS, especially when they're talking about, say, the MP5s. If people don't want to guess blowback, it's either TM or ICS for that. I've seen. But, as you said, generally speaking, there's not a lot of it around, to be honest with you. Um, no. And I can't honestly remember the last time someone told me t uh, that they were running an ICS, either primary or a secondary. Yeah, um, so all Since I've been playing, um, so like I only started just over a year ago, right. and... I think I've only ever seen one ICS, and that was the L85 SA80 that they done. Oh, right, yeah. And that's pretty much the only one that I've seen. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to to say to someone, oh, you've got the the Mars. Let's have a quick look at that. Or or you've got the like the Alpha or the XAE pistol. Let's have a quick look at that. So I thought, why not pick a company that everyone says oh do you know what I really like their guns but they don't seem to buy one but if I yeah. can then if I can then help ICS like come sort of develop the brand yeah. and grow in the UK kind of thing grow into the yeah. UK market then so yeah, that's, that's what you're sorry go ahead yeah go on that's right I was just saying yeah that's basically what I was trying to do is trying to help them grow a little bit more in the area that we that we come from like down yeah because like uh, you're I think you're only just the other side of the Thames from me, as it is anyway, so... Yeah. You're down in the Kent area, aren't you, I believe? So, obviously, yeah. there's a few sites down there to go to, and then travelling just over the over the bridge, or under the tunnel, as it is coming from your way. Yeah. Um, then, 
you, you can start promoting that sort of round the Essex, Hertfordshire area and all there as well. So yeah, that, I suppose that's... having a regional aspect to it is good because if you've only had one or two in the past, then they've got an awful lot of ground to cover. So I can sort of see the logic behind taking all these people on. Yeah, so I've got the, um, the post that they sent me of basically where people are and there's so there is six UK ICS captains yep. but they've they've all got like their own sort, sort of area, area. Of, of the yeah. UK that they kind of go around so like obviously I'll, I'll end up going to places like like Reading or Portsmouth or like Sussex, West Sussex, Hertfordshire, Essex because that's my local area Yeah. so once I get the captaincy packed through and I can start setting up my area because they, they give you a nice big ICS captain's flag with yeah. a, a couple of brochures and then some ICS key rings and your little patches and that. And people will start thinking about ICS sort of around this sort of area, which you don't really see that often because the stores, the local stores around my area don't really stock ICS. It was just surprising after they joined forces with ASG last year, didn't they? Yeah. But they have. I mean, I would have thought that would have expanded the brand a little bit for them, but it didn't really seem to happen. So it's a bit odd, in my opinion. Maybe I've just not noticed it. From, and it from is a gradual I, thing. Yeah, from from what I've heard is that they still want to keep their brand separate. So ISG still want to keep their self. Oh yeah, I can understand the. Um, I can understand keeping the independent identities. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they are two different companies. You know. You got one company manufacturing in Denmark, and then, or is it Denmark? Or it's out that way, isn't it? The ASG, I believe, uh, it's Denmark. Yeah, and, I'm um, sure. Then ICS are out, sort of in the far east, aren't they? So, yeah. You, I mean, you're manufacturing in different places. You got to maintain that corporate identity, but yeah, who knows? At least you've got these guys like you coming out and promoting this now. Yeah, it's just it's just a case of. As soon as we get the captaincy packs through, everything will change because it's quite hard to promote a company that either A, you haven't actually purchased anything from yet because you're wanting to review their stuff before you purchase it, or yeah. like the other people, like there's a couple of other captains that had already purchased ICS stuff before, so they've then become an ICS captain with ICS stuff to already be able to review so they're oh, already... so you've sort of you've sort of become an ICS captain to stay ahead of the game and act as a newcomer to the sport effectively new yeah. buyer to come in these products with an open eye rather than already yeah, yeah. owning something yeah and that's that's one of the reasons why that they decided to take me on because I didn't have an ICS like biased opinion of what their stuff was like because yeah you're coming in with a fresh open mind as yeah. it were yeah, but obviously everyone loves a new riff, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> Regardless definitely. Of the brand, when you first get your first get your, it's yours, and then you um, yeah. yeah. So uh, your responsibility is obviously promoting the brand and getting the name out there. Then, um, yeah. Are there are there any other brands that you know of doing this sort of program? Not that I'm aware of. Like the only the only one that I kind of saw last year was when ASG were saying that they were going to take on some people to do their gun tech courses and yeah. that had thousands of um, applies and replies and stuff like that that you know when you just look at something and you think is there really any point in putting your name down for that when you when there's like 3,000 people have applied for it because yeah. a lot of people want to be able to upgrade their gun themselves, don't they and if if you can get onto like the ASG gun tech course, you're going to yeah. be able to do it yourself, aren't you? Or even yeah. start your own business up. Yeah, that. exactly. And let, let's be honest, they sort of saturated the market at the moment with them. I know a local store to me has, I think, three or four of the guys uh, qualified ASG techs there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's the same as the um, the store just down the road from me. I think two of them in there are. ASG trained as well. Where's so. that platoon stores? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think two or three of them are. So it's kind of it would it's kind of difficult to 
to break out into that as it into were that, yeah into the market when there's already so many people doing it and that's one of, that's what I say that's one of the reasons why I thought about going through the ICS program because there was only a few hundred people applied for it because I assume they just all thought right you apply get captaincy get a free gun and go out and shoot it and see how good it is and that's not actually what it involves when they send you the captaincy pack out it kind of all changes once you get your packs and stuff yeah, you become yeah. you become more of a sales rep, as it were, rather than just a YouTube <coughs> well, reviewer, as it in a, in a sense from the sounds of it. Yeah, well, it's not it's not that they want you to go out trying to sell their. Oh, you know, no, yeah, I, I appreciate that, but um, you're sort of selling the brand to yeah, players yeah, still, and sites. Yeah, you're still trying to you're trying to get people to look at the RCS brand in a in a different way to how it's been looked at for the last three or four years. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, as I said, I've only seen in Airsoft Action magazine, for example, you get the odd advert with ICS advertised, say, I believe it's fire support that do them. Yeah. But other than that, you don't really see an awful lot about it. It's always your TMs, your ASGs, your um, all, all the other sort of brands that you generally associate with the sport, GHK, LCT, I've seen... All of them advertised, but yeah, yeah, and the ICS have really kept quiet. I think yeah, that's what it is. But now they've got, like, say they've got the new, the new stuff coming out that I think, yeah. in the long run, is going to be a lot. They're a just lot trying easier. to get into a already sort of competitive market, as it were, with new and interesting things. Yeah, like I, like when when I built my own, like riff out of just parts over yeah. Christmas a part of me sits here and wishes that I'd bought the ICS split gearbox and yeah. because of the way that you the, the gears can be changed there and then and the quick change spring can be changed there and then and everything's just so easy with it now whereas before to change your spring on your gearbox without a quick change spring is it's like a little ticking time bomb going off yeah, yeah, and then you always end up with a bit left over, wondering where it's come from at yeah. the end. Yeah. So, so you've obviously only been playing about a year, as you said. Yeah. So earlier on, so how did you get into it? Um, basically, um, I um, met up with one of my old friends that I've known since I was about ten. Yeah. Um, about six, seven months before that. So about two years ago, we sort of re-got in contact. And um, he said to me, look, I play Airsoft. Um, do you fancy having a go? And I was just like, well, I've absolutely no idea what you're talking about. And he said to me that it's basically like paintball, but for men. And Yeah, just... <laughs> yeah that, that go-to phrase for Airsoft. Yeah, it's uh, like paintball, but for men. Yeah. Or women, as, as we found out recently. We're getting... Yeah. More and more females in, so as we're not accused of gender bias in this yeah. day and age. Yeah, well, won't get onto that. We'll be <laughs> <for> that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I said to my missus, said, "Do you fancy going to airsoft?" And she was like, "Yeah, we can have a go." So, like my friend Simon, he said, "Well, we're going to Plantation in Essex, um, and it's like we're going to go to their second part of their weekender." And there was like a real tank driving around throwing smokes out of it and we were just yeah. like what is going on and there was just a moment where I'm borrowing my friend's M4 real steel M4 that weighs an absolute ton yeah. and my missus is running around with one of the site rental AKs and yeah. we're just we're lent up against a, a piece of sheet metal and I've ran out of BBs in my mags, but where yeah. I was so new, I didn't know the difference that, of the BBs. So I didn't know that I could use hers and she could use mine, because you know when you're new, everything just yeah. so random. So I'm sitting there loading her mags for her, and she's just wiping everybody out on, in this section. <laughs> and from then, we just got hooked. We started going like, all different places so we went to like a little like Quex Park in Birchington it's a paintball arena but they do airsoft there yeah. um, then we went to Apocalypse in Sittingbourne and then we went to Dog Tag for the for a Kent versus Sussex game 
and then we got down we went down to Invicta Battlefield and that's basically where we've kind of stayed as our local site oh right um, yeah I've, I've played there before it's a decent site down there they're doing a great job and it's always developing down there so good yeah. choice in site yeah yeah it's good it's good down there because they want you to go there and have fun and make sure you have a good game of airsoft whereas yeah. a few of the other sites that I've been to want your money and then want you to use so many BBs that you end up buying more BBs it's almost like you know when you go to paintball they yeah. just want you to just rinse through all your paintballs so you buy more and that's what a few of the sites have been felt like when you've been to them and yeah, um, yeah. and then um, that so that was like we started learning about like the skirmishing and then what the difference between the battle sims and the mill sims were like and we got invited down to a um like a charity day at dark water at the quarry oh yeah and um we'd done like a battle sim down there and it was like strict medic rules ammo caps and it was probably one of the best airsoft days we've had um and from there we've just been playing more and more and more there was a time where we was going every weekend you know what I mean like and then you kind of sit back and you think oh, I need to actually have a month off <laughs> yeah that's the thing <laughs> you're walking around the house and you, you you hoover and then next minute you know you can see three or four BBs on the carpet and you're like what <laughs> oh, don't, I don't I flew all the way to Florida last October on a family holiday took took um a little backpack in my suitcase in the hold, my hold luggage to carry like bottles of water around in the parks and all that because it was still quite warm in October. I opened yeah. the bag up the first day we get there, five BBs fell out. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they just get everywhere and it drives it drives the missus nuts. But... <laughs> so so you play with your missus regularly then? Yeah, so me and my me and my missus Helen, we basically go to all the events together as like a like a duo sort of thing and then we have like like my sister comes along sometimes and they my sister's boyfriend they have their own sort of group and my friend our friend Simon um, basically last year started up uh, Major League Airsoft where he's oh yes that's Simon right I'm with you yeah. now yeah yeah so Simon Johnson of Major yeah. League Airsoft basically was the one that got me into Airsoft and I've sort of been helping him kind of think about options to go through in regards to doing MLA but I'm kind of just taking like the back burner so I'll I'll go and play like the game modes that he's doing and then I'll give him direct feedback sort of that way yeah of it it's good because yeah you, you can you can at least tell him what it's like from a player's perspective rather than from watching it from the outside as, as such yeah and um he's over the last sort of two or three months it's come on like massively um, in respect that it's going to be starting up like very soon he's looking at starting it probably within the next sort of few months and the game modes and the league that he's set up at the two or three different sites that he's going to be running look really good and um, it's just a case of obviously once it starts no one's really going to know what it's like till it starts but from what, what I've seen on the paper it does look like it's going to be like good games like they're like I would say they're they're skirmish games but there's like hint of Milsim and Speedsoft sort of like jammed into it so it's it's kind of like I don't know if you ever remember playing a little taste of everything as such yeah so it's like you know when you play Call of Duty and yeah. you play Domination and you've got yeah. a set time limit that's basically how the game modes are kind of looking so they're looking like you're going to be playing like domination or search and destroy or some game modes that he's designed himself yeah over a set period of time so you accumulate points throughout the game so it's kind of like like i say it's like skirmish sort of speed but it's got milsim and speeds off sort of rules thrown in there and like they've trialed a few games at invicta and everyone's absolutely loved them so because yeah, they, they when i went to the weekender last year they 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 were there doing a bit of that on the Sunday, but unfortunately I was ill, basically very ill, so I had to come over Sunday. Already, you probably already met me there because that was because I was there at that weekender as well. Ah right. Um, you probably it was 
I, I won't say it out in here because everyone will know about it. But it's my, uh, it was my sister that fell through the ditch. I don't know if you ever heard the girl that fell down the ditch. Uh, I don't remember that <laughs> happening, but I possibly missed that because yeah. there was so much going on that weekend. Yeah, it was just mental. But yeah, no, was, that's where she got the nickname Callsign Ditch. <laughs> so obviously you play Invicta fairly regularly then do you still yeah. tour around or do you just go there religiously yeah, we, now we, well we go to Invicta um, sort of as much as we can but we we do go to like different sites if we can get there so we go to the Canterbury Mayhem we pop down to Darkwater um, we've been to the Moor in Reading so sort of this year, we're probably going to head back over to Essex sort of way, go to Plantation, go to that, that Billericay site. Um, and then we're both doing the um, the UK versus USA game as well. Oh, so, you're coming to that as well? Yeah. Yeah, because we, we spoke about that in last week's episode. So um, I'll, I'll obviously see you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, I think there's a few people... Um, sort of going from this way but I'm not entirely sure because I don't I don't know if anyone's sort of up for four days there if you know what I mean so yeah I, I know what you mean but I mean it, it sounds good it sounds like it's going to be a good event so I yeah. mean I don't know what's stopping people at the end of the day four days of airsoft <laughs> it's the uh, I think it's the cap t- the uh, the camping that might put a couple of people off that's fine just just do what one of the guys I know does and just find a five-star hotel nearby, near Gatwick Airport, so there's plenty <laughs> around. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, it may not be worth going to Gatwick Airport with all your riffs and everything, yeah, thinking be, about yeah. it. That might be not be the best fun, idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, UK versus USA, yeah, one to watch, and obviously I take it you'll be representing ICS there. Any of the other captains thinking of going to that? So you um, can get a nice big ICS camp? Well... I'd spoken to a couple of people in the group and they're, they're not quite sure if they're going to be able to either make it over or make it down that weekend because they hadn't really heard much about it until sort of last week or the week before. So who knows? I could, only be, I could end up being the only one there, but you never know. There might be someone from America, the, the American ICS captains, there might be some coming from over there. So yeah, I bet I'll there's find... hundreds of them, isn't there? <laughs> With the distances um, you've got to cover over that part of the world. They've got They've got about eighteen in America. I'm surprised at that, given how so, big a place it is. I would have thought they'd have at least double that. Yeah, I've been mean, on this list there's there's about a hundred and eight captains, so Yeah. Uh, oh that's globally I take it. Yeah, yeah, that's globally. So they Obviously, got Canada, Mexico, Costa Rica, like all the way down there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, it's literally all the way around the world. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So, so um, you do a lot of skirmishing, clearly. Not really a Milsim guy. Um, I actually haven't done a proper Milsim as such yet, but I am booked in to do a first, sort of my first sort of 12 hour Milsim at. Um, SEO with that Terry Little site, Bush Valley. Oh yeah, yeah. SEO, yeah, I know who you mean now. Yeah, so we've got that one booked in and um we always try and go down to Darkwater's battle sims, so they're sort of they're like the eight hour like yeah. strict. The sort of day rules. event, yeah. Yeah. Type. And and um yeah, so then we mainly do like skirmishing pretty much every weekend or every other weekend when we can go and then obviously throw in the odd battle sim or meal sim event but I do want to do like a full 24, 36 hour meal sim like proper event like up at Stirling or somewhere like that sort of in the nicer weather if you know what I mean sort of like in the summer maybe a bit, <laughs> a bit better yeah, yeah. You as a first time, you probably enjoy it a bit more if the weather's a little bit nicer than. Yeah. And unless you're mental and you just want to go and stay in the cold, like what we've had in the last week or so. Um, yeah. With regards people, to the temperatures, where it's yeah, been people brutal. Have already paid for their their meal sim events, and then the weather's like this. It's kind of like, do I throw thirty quid 
60 quid down the drain for the weekend or do I go and sleep in the snow? <laughs> yeah. Did I have a uh, question brought in by someone else here? I've just seen it flash up on my feed again. Uh, he's asked, do you think all brands should have a captain of sorts like what you're doing with ICS? Um, I, th I think they should have some sort of like development company for people that want to learn about the company rather than just hearing it from random people online because what I found when I first started was that I was getting knowledge of airsoft from someone that had limited knowledge of airsoft if do you get yeah. what I mean so I I picked my first airsoft rifle from someone else's limited knowledge that ended up breaking after my first game then got sent back then I got another one sent out which then broke about two hours into the Kent game then then got sent back and then they then said that they weren't going to send me another one out and that I needed to choose a different brand of gun so I ended up then talking to someone else about different brands of guns so I ended up doing asking about 10 12 different people and the only gun manufacturer that kept coming out was G&G, G&G this, G&G that. So I just thought, oh, I'll get the, the G&G T418. Yeah. And that's been like a godsend to me. It's been amazing. And what I wish I would have done from the start was to be able to go online and say, is there any manufacturer reps out there that can point me in the right direction? Or is there any... Anyone so I'll try and there. sell you the product, as yeah. it were. Because if you're in the market looking for something, there's such a wide range of choice. Yeah, you can. You you'd can. almost want someone who work or, or has a bit more knowledge about the product to come to you. Go look. This is what we can offer, and then you can go try specific products at any decent retailer that will let you have a go and try before you buy, kind of thing. Yeah, and um, every single company that I've spoken to since that have said to me I'll oh, come down you can have a quick look at the the riff you want if we've got it in stock you can go down the bottom into our chrono area that we have and you can have a little try yeah. and that's what I wish I'd done I wish that I'd gone to an airsoft game and um, had a go on a few different guns first before I actually went out and bought my own one because it's hard when you first start airsoft because you don't really know anything yeah, it's a lot of information overload when you first begin. It's a lot yeah. of money to start sinking into something that you don't really know yeah, so that you, much about. So you, you go off like a group of like people that you may have met, and if that group of people predominantly like ASG guns, they're going to say to you, don't get a DNG, they're not very good, get an ASG. Or if you're in a group where they like DNG guns, they're going to say, don't get a DNG. Uh, get a G&G, don't get an ASG because everyone has their pros and cons of all the different brands. But I actually wish that I'd gone to a site and gone, oh, what gun's that, mate? And if he says, oh, it's the G&G radar or whatever, I'll have, I can have a quick go of it. Or if I'd have had a go of someone's Scorpion or a TM or something like that, maybe I wouldn't have brought the gun that I did buy originally. And yeah. that's, what I, that's what I find people should be able to do is that if they go to a, like a big site where companies know that there's going to be a lot of players there every week what's the harm in putting a thing out saying look we're looking for a couple of reps in Kent that can help promote our company for if anyone's got any questions so with with me being the RCS captain when someone gets like if they're coming into the market and they're like oh I don't really know which gun to get has anyone got any information on any RCS guns I can say look this is the gun that that I've been told by the people that actually work at ICS that would be a good gun to start off with, depending on your budget, that that's the only thing that I can do, isn't it? If I've tried that gun and I know that gun's quite good... Yeah, as long as you can speak for the quality of the yeah. product you've got and how well it behaves in the field as such and everything else, then having a working knowledge of a product is better than just going... I'll get this because they're telling me to buy it to tell yeah. you to buy it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and and that's that's very sim like I say that's very similar to what happened with when I bought my first gun. I w I was talking to a couple of lads and they was just like, look, if you've got like two hundred and fifty pound budget and you want a full metal gun, get the 
get the CAA full metal. Internally, it's made by ASG, so you won't have any problems. So I got it, it blew up, like a two hours into the game. Next next time, obviously sent it away, two, hour, two three hours later, it, it the gears just went again. And you know when you're just like, like, <laughs> like I look back at it now and I literally wish that I'd just gone and spoken to a few people that had the guns that I liked the look of and had a go of them first before listening to the other guys I'd listened to and then also when you look online you see so many posts about oh I've got a £200 budget what gun should I get and the amount of comments that I read that are like oh well, if you put another 30 quid to that get this one and it's like the person saying I've got a £200 budget not I've got a £230 budget so it's kind of like it's one of them situations where you want to comment on the post saying look go to your local site and try some guns out rather than buying what someone else is telling you to buy yeah speak to the players and ask around any decent airsoft player will go yeah if I go with this I'll do it with my TM all the time I'll give it to people who go Oh, what's that? Let's have, let's have a look at that. Go, yeah, stick a few rounds down it while we're sort of between games. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I done with the misses. I mean, we went to a a charity game and Helen won a TM Scar L, like the new one. Bloody hell, that's a hell of a raffle prize to win. Yeah. And it was a fiver, fiver raffle ticket, and she won a gun that had a price tag of five hundred and thirty nine pound on the side. And you know, yeah. you're just like. This is crazy. So we go to games and Helen is literally the only person there with that gun. So the amount of people that go, that's nice. Let's have a go at that. That's nice. Let's have a go at that. And that's what you. That's what I want to do with the, the ICS guns. With the ICS guns, yeah. Because yeah. so, I don't see many of them. When I get one, when it comes through, because I've still got to wait for my captaincy pack to come through before I can start getting the points to, to sort of rank up to be able to get sent a riff. So when I then walk out with that riff, people are then going to go, whoa, that's well nice. <laughs> Where's that from? <laughs> and that's kind of what you want. Do you know what I mean? Like you want players to think, that's nice. Can I have a go at that? And then once they've had a go of it, they kind of, they know whether they're going to like that gun or not. Yeah. Do you reckon the SF media say the Facebook groups, the YouTube channels, etc., possibly why people don't go for ICS? Because let's be honest, I can't, remember the last time I saw someone on YouTube or Facebook like the the bigger personalities as such running an ICS gun no see that and that's what that's what I don't see either so I've, I've watched like a few YouTube pages but I don't really have time to sit there and watch like a half an hour guy running around because I'm still relaxing from the last time I was out but yeah a lot of the times that I see is everyone raves about TMs so because everyone loves TM a lot of people use them and use them in their videos and stuff which is which is great because they are they are a good brand but the ICS there's other brands that are a bit more affordable as such like like ICS and ASG and etc etc yeah they might have not not have the recoil shock system in them but like I say I've spoken to a few guys in the ICS group and they believe that some of the ICS guns are actually better than some of the TM guns but because there's that 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 TM name on it everyone just assumes it's a yeah sort of the hype around the brand as such isn't it I'm speaking here as a TM owner by the way so Yes, I mean, I've, I've, let's say I've got one as well, and when you use it, it's nice. But I know that I've had a go of the the new Mars, the DMR that they've brought out. Yeah, that's that's insane. I mean, it's it's crazy what how it fires and how it shoots. It's so nice to use, but there's only one company that can get it, and it's it's nearly five hundred pounds. So. When you look at it and you think, right, £500 on an ICS Mars, the DMR version, or a TM recoil, because of the TM brand, a lot of people are going to choose the TM, aren't they? Because, obviously, of the branding of it. Yeah, the thing you've got to remember as well, they've been around since the very beginning now. I'm yeah. not sure how long ICS has been around, but TM are sort of known as the, the, the daddies of the sport, as it yeah. were. Yeah, and that's what I think um, 
ICS are trying to kind of get up break away from yeah like from the mid-range sort of rifts to go into that sort of high-end market and the only way they're going to be able to do that is by us like having ambassadors of ICS promote their brands which I think it will work in in a, in a few years when all their new bits start coming out but yeah it's, it's it takes time day, to start yeah. building up yeah so that's all that's all it's kind of like they're starting from the beginning again as it were it seems with with all these guys out there trying to promote it it's almost like trying to sort of the second coming as such yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah completely understand that so um look last little thing to go through obviously you're relatively new to the sport yeah what advice would you give to people just starting out um my first advice would probably be to um when you go to the events that you go to go go there wanting to just enjoy yourself before you want to spend your money because if you go there and you spend all of this money and you don't actually like being hit you've kind of wasted half of the money so i would personally would say go there rent for a couple of times if you want to and then go from there if you yeah. know what i mean because I say I've seen a few players that have spent two, three hundred quid on a gun. They've gone there, they've been hit close range by a shotgun or a pistol, and, and then decided they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, decided they don't like it anymore. So they've just wasted like money. And then if you are going to go and start purchasing stuff, ask to have a go of things before you get them, because you might your mate might say to you, "Yeah, get the TM High Capper because it's amazing." But you go there and you actually like the Cybergun 1911 because it's got more kick to it or something. So yeah, well you decide you want a branded Glock or something like that. Yeah, or yeah, like you might want a different type of gun apart from the one that your pal suggested to you because he might have only used that one brand of gun. He might never have used anything else. So his knowledge is only to the guns that he's used. So if you was to use four or five different guns or riffs or pistols or whatever you're going to have a better feel of what sort of one you want to buy yeah exactly you're going to know a little bit more about what you want from a riff or a two or like for example a two-tone because you're starting out anyway you won't have a full riff at the time no nah, yeah um, so. let's, let's not get the ukara debate machine fired up but. no no that's, <laughs> that's why i was saying like if you're gonna if you're gonna go and you want to try your stuff um, yeah. and you're renting for the first couple of times um, you've only got to rent one more time haven't you and then all of a sudden yeah. you've got to wait to your minimum days and then you can start getting your own risk and that's probably yeah. the, the easiest and safest way to do it isn't it with everything that's happening and stuff like that you might as well yeah, definitely. go down the right routes because then at least by the time you do get your your riff you, you've it'll be something you hopefully times. want yeah. Yeah, you've already been a few times and um, you're going to know a little bit more. Who knows, you may even end up buying the same thing as one of those rental guns because let's be honest, those things are the workhorses of the airsoft community. Not Yeah. No matter what anyone says, those things just keep going and going and going. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the rental gun that Helen had when we first started, the AK, that was like an animal. And you know when you sit there and you wish, oh, I wish I'd have bought one of them as my first gun. <laughs> Yeah, you're thinking that thing could probably survive the nuclear apocalypse and yeah. <laughs> that and cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about kit-wise, like clothing and that? What would you recommend to new starters from your perspective and your experience? Um, I would say kit-wise, um, it all depends on your budget as such. Like I found going all black is the cheapest way to to get kitted up and look half decent on your first few times going because the clothes are relatively cheap, aren't they? You could go to Primark and get some some of those combat black combat trousers and a black hoodie. Yeah, or Matalan or something, or yeah. Something like that, yeah. And then you can go online on to Amazon and get like your black vest for like twenty five quid, black pair of gloves, a black cap, some some good eye pro for ten, fifteen quid. 
Um, I always say that if you was to go to a um, hardware store like Screwfix or anywhere like that and look for ballistic rated um, safety glasses, uh, they're designed for nail guns and things like that. So they're going to have the right safety grade for airsoft. Yeah, there is actually a safety coding yeah, that so, is the standard. I can't remember the number off so the top the, of my head, but yeah. The standard coding for ballistics, 1F. So if you can get any ballistic rated goggles that say 1F on from like Screwfix or wherever you go, they're, they're going to be safe enough for airsoft because that's, yeah. that's what me and my partner use. My partner, like Helen, has DeWalt impact resistant glasses that look really nice on they don't look like you've got you know like a massive science goggles on your face or whatever yeah you're not you've not got the mad crazy yeah. scientist look going on yeah and i mean they do wrap around the side of the face quite nice so you don't really get much show on the on the face as such but in regards to like your kit i would probably say to just find what you like the look of and go from there like your army surplus stores are sort of the next one up from wearing your all black because you're going to be looking at 10 20 quid for the trousers 10 30 quid for your top matching plate carrier gloves hat and the list can just go on can't it like <laughs> yeah the only thing i'd recommend really for a first timer is the decent boots yeah yes get a pair of ankle supporting boots as well yes we've discussed a few times on the show yeah boots are are always a thing for me because I wear boots every day to work. So when people are like, "Oh, what do you, what do you wear on your feet to airsoft?" and I'm just like, "I just wear my boots." So like it doesn't, doesn't come to my mind to say to someone, "Oh, make sure you get some boots for airsoft," because I wear them every day anyway. Yeah. So it's like a normal thing. But you can pick up some decent ankle support boots for twenty quid. That. Yeah. That yeah, I, I ordered a pair for about thirty from Germany, and they lasted me just over a year before I had to replace them. And yeah, see, I've, I was I've, playing like every other weekend at least. Yeah, see, I got a um, a cheap pair from Sports Direct, seventeen ninety nine, and I've had them for nearly a year. They've been amazing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, just depends how well you look after them. Yeah, I mean, I've 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 bitten the bullet and bought a pair of Magnums now, but that's just because I wanted to buy a pair for a while anyway, because yeah. I. <laughs> I don't just wear them for air, so I have to wear them outside on other things I'm doing as well. So yeah, yeah. always the good ones always come in handy, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I mean you don't have to break the bank to start doing these things at the end of the day. No, yeah, and it just all goes from there, doesn't it? So you can start off with the stuff that you like the look of, and then the more you play, the more people will say, "Oh, there's this out there, there's that out there," there's, and you just go from there, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so what's what's your plans for the rest of the year then? Obviously, the ICS thing coming on board now. You're going to be doing that. You're planning on touring around a bit more, getting yeah. all the way yeah, out. So and... when um when I get the captaincy pack through, um, I will be going around to a lot of different sites to uh kind of show off the XAE pistol that they've yeah. brought out. Um, that's my main my main focus is going to be on that pistol for like the next sort of few months. Yeah. Um, and then yeah basically just try and get to as many events as I can like you know when you're looking at your calendar and you're like right I can do one there 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 and you're sort of already six months in and you've got 15 airsoft events sort of <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've thinking, had that before ah. but yeah no it's going to be a, it, I think it'll be a good year once I um, once I start doing the reviews and photos and like short videos of reviews and things like that because I, I don't really want to do these long reviews where you watch it and it's like half an hour long because I know that I know if I want to watch a review of something after about 10 seconds of watching it and if it, I look down at the bottom and it says 47 minutes I'm like no you're right no exactly I mean you can <laughs> you can review something go through the stats relatively quickly and then sometimes maybe a little bit of footage firing it and yeah. going through the workings of it and such and maybe a quick little this is how you take it apart this is how you put it back together but you don't, it doesn't take that long yeah because what, what people really want to see is what it looks like how it shoots and how to clean the basics of it because yeah. let's be face it if, you're, if, if you don't really know what you're doing when you're taking a 
a pistol apart or a gun apart the, the last thing you want to be doing is watching someone do it online obviously a lot of people do but I know that there was a time where I didn't and if, it, if the review is like 50 minutes long you're like oh, I'm just going to watch the first 10 minutes of this and then that's it you kind of make we'll just skip through and find the highlights kind of thing yeah yeah and that's basically what, what I'm going to be doing is just short reviews of the product when it's been out in the field and what gas I used with it and what weight BBs I found best and and stuff like that basically that's cool so it's a yeah. busy year for you then yeah yeah it will be yeah once let's say once the package comes through I'll be able to work out where I'm going and what I'm doing um, but yeah I think I've got about four or five events coming up in the next sort of two months so yeah it's going to be quite a good year this year I think brilliant well Paul thanks very much for coming on the show that's alright um, where can the guys find you um, yeah if you uh, go onto Facebook and just type Paul Wildpack X Cooper or you can search me under Paul Cooper UK ICS Captain and I do have a small Instagram account which is mainly me and my partner when we go to events and that's just called Wildpack X cool okay. yeah <laughs> As for me, guys, obviously you know where I am. Um, hopefully this week we will be releasing a bonus episode from all our findings at IWA, so stay tuned for that. Click that subscribe button and you'll see that the minute it goes live, looking at probably Wednesday night for that one. Uh, thanks thanks again for coming on, Paul, and yeah, I'll no speak worries. to you soon. See you at UK versus USA in a few yeah. weeks' time. Uh, we'll see you there. Right. Cheers, guys. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye, guys.